to the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition podcast. Today we are speaking with Dr. Barbara Howard of MedStar Health Research Institute about the study, Low-Fat Dietary Pattern and Lipoprotein Risk Factors, the Women's Health Initiative Dietary Modification Trial, published in the April 2010 issue of AJCN. Dr. Howard, who is also a professor of medicine at Georgetown, looked at coronary heart disease and other outcomes from this trial. So to start off, would you please um, describe the design of the study and also um, what made you decide to conduct this study? The Women's Health Initiative Dietary Intervention Trial was designed uh, 15 years ago uh, to examine whether changing the fat in your diet would prevent chronic diseases in women, in postmenopausal women. It involved uh, uh, 48,000 women who either followed their usual diet or were counseled to follow a diet that was lower in total fat and that they were counseled to replace the fat with vegetables, fruits, and whole grain products. This, This study went for an average of eight years with the end points being breast cancer and colorectal cancer. A secondary end point was heart disease. Can you discuss um, the, the data and the results of the study? Yes. Um, now, the original uh, papers were published a couple of years ago in JAMA, And the outcome of the trial in terms of chronic diseases was to show that there was a modest reduction in breast cancer, which was significant in the women who started on the higher fat diet. There was no influence on colorectal cancer. And there was no overall effect on heart disease, but there was a significant decrease in heart disease in the women who, when they were lowering their fat, lowered their saturated and trans fat. Were any of these results surprising to you? No. um, This was designed to test a hypothesis that had been there for observational data for many years. Um, The observational data had suggested that fat intake influenced the probability of developing breast cancer. And, in fact, we did show that if you reduce fat, especially in women eating it a lot, they get less breast cancer. They also get less ovarian cancer. That was a secondary analysis published later. Uh, In terms of colorectal cancer, that was a surprise in that there was a lot of data suggesting and the recommended diet for people with colorectal cancer was to cut their fat intake, but it was shown to have no influence. And that's because observational data tend to be particularly um, confounded when it comes to looking at the effect of diet on chronic diseases. So the trial was needed, and the results uh, were as expected for breast cancer, although much less than one would have suggested from the observational studies. But the, the, the results were surprising for colorectal cancer, where the observational data suggested there was an impact, and there wasn't. Now, heart disease, the results exactly fit what we've known from our previous work on heart disease. 
and that is if the fats that matter for heart disease are saturated and trans fat. Nowadays, if you tell someone to cut their fat just totally, there's, it's unlikely they're going to make major reductions in saturated and trans fat unless they concentrate on that. And that's exactly what happened. The women as a whole who just lowered every fat a little bit or, or somewhat uh, a few percent, they uh, had no effect on heart disease. But the women where the fat lowering was mainly saturated and trans fat, they had a reduction in heart disease. So that exactly fit the paradigm that we uh, that had been uh, advocated. So the message to women remains cut back on saturated fat. That's right. For heart, to prevent heart disease, the message remains cut back on saturated and trans fat. For cancer, it, the message is to, if you're eating a higher fat diet, it is wise to cut back. Um, now, the paper that was published that you're asking about is a secondary analysis focusing on the risk factors, the lipoprotein risk factors that we know are important for heart disease, and those are triglycerides and HDL. Now, the, we wrote this paper because, as you know, there's a major debate, or it's beginning to wane now, uh, of people advocating that if you cut fat and you raise carbohydrate, you're going to have adverse effects on your on on, cardio, on um, chronic disease and on cardiovascular risk factors. They claimed when you uh, lower your fat, you're going to raise glucose, insulin, triglycerides, you're going to lower HDL. Well, we have the only long-term study to really uh, investigate this. All these other studies have been short-term. This study showed that uh, in a long-term, there was no Raised rise in triglyceride, there was no lowering of HDL. And we'd already shown no effect on glucose, no effect on insulin. So this is a very important safety message because the big problem in this country is weight, and people want to know how to lose weight. Now, to lose weight, you have to cut calories. Ours was not a weight loss study. We told the women to not cut their calories. But if you have to cut your calories, you can only cut it two ways. You can either cut fat or you cut carbohydrate. And this at least is a this is a proof that you can cut fat, in other words, wind up with a diet that's relatively higher proportion of carbohydrate and not have adverse effects. I want to emphasize there are no such long term safety studies of cutting of cutting of cutting carbohydrate which is the other uh, alternative approach just to end with the major health problem in this country um, is the issue about uh, the increase in weight and people need to focus on controlling calories and exercising more so they can lose weight however they can do that it's worth doing. Uh, this, this study shows that if you choose to cut your calories by cutting out fat, it's a safe way to do it. But you have to cut the calories and you have to be more active. 